The world moves fast, but change isn't always a good thing when you got it right the first time around. That's why I turned to the great taste of Colt 45. It's the same bold classic it's always been, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. Yeah. Colt 45. Because sometimes a true original doesn't need to change a thing. It works every time. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy G here back again with L Scratch on the other line, and you are in the world of the Scramble Life Podcast, episode number 13. What's up, L? Yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back with another one. So, if you heard the intro, you know the deal. That was Billy D. Williams, and uh, he was doing his Coke 45 commercial. That was one of the more recent ones. It wasn't one of the ones from the classic. 80s or late 70s, but yeah, classic. Even though I, I don't drink Coke 45, even you know back in the day, I never, ever wanted to drink Coke 45. Maybe because it was like a 50-plus-year-old man promoting it all the time, I don't know. Um, but, mm. but that's that one. But I'll say this first and foremost, <clears throat> and we'll get into everything. Beer is one of the oldest and most widely consumed alcohol drinks in the world. And the third most popular drink overall after water and tea. Y'all follow that one? Mm-hmm. All right. So beer is brewed from cereal grains, mostly commonly malted barley. Uh, the wheat, corn, and rice are also used. Keep that in mind also. During the brewing process, fermentation of the starch, sugars, and the wort produces ethanol and carbonation in the resulting beer. Most modern beers are brewed with hops, which add bitterness and other flavors and act as a natural preservative and stabilizing agent. Those are key things, the preservatives and stabilizing agents. Okay, so other flavoring uh, agents have been added, such as groot, herbs, or fruits, uh, that may be included mm. in the whole process with the hops. And in commercial brewing, the natural carbonation effect is often removed during processing and replaced with forced carbonation. So you know, that's that's a little zing, like pop almost you get when you drink beer. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So it, it goes on to say some other things about uh, the start of beer, and it goes way, way back, you know, uh, way back to Egypt and different things like that. And uh, it goes into how it's distributed and things of that nature. So, and now I'll say this about the beer game too, so because a lot of you people might not know. So, the strength of modern beer is usually around four percent to six percent alcohol by volume. So, the, the trade name or the short name of that is ABV. So, alcohol by volume basically predicts how fucked up you could get if you drink a beer. It's so like your standard Budweiser. Let's say that's somewhere between what a five, four point five, five, or something like that. You know, maybe mm-hmm. even closer to a six, I guess. But those are okay. the, the lower volume of alcohol in, in the drink or the beer, rather. So then you have other mm-hmm. ones that go between 0.5 and 20%. So now you're, let's talk regular stores. So your average malt liquor is somewhere around 7% or 8%. Some are a little bit higher. Like, they got some shit out there that's crazy as fuck. And I will say with that one, you might 
you crack it if you drink. It's called Earthquake. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 I tried it one day. That shit tastes like blacktop. So, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Woo. Ten, that's 10%. And that's called Earthquake. So, yeah, with the percentages, that lets you know basically how fucked up you can get behind a beer. Uh, and you got some other brewers creating examples of 40% ABV and above. Could you imagine? So, yeah, today we're going to be talking about beer, and we're going to talk about beer in its different forms, and uh, in particular, we'll be talking about malt liquor a little bit, because, uh, you know, we both have relationships with malt liquor, you know, we both come from the the black community, and, uh, you know, we've had our dealings, and uh, I'll let you start first, and you can tell me a little bit about your start in drinking beer, your history with drinking beer. Well, my history start and began due to the fact that, you know, I'm OG status and Run DMC, everybody always know Run DMC is known for two things in the hood. That's Adidas and Old English. The old gold is what they called it. So back in the days, now they don't have it available, but we used to get quartz, all right? All right, so you had a 40 and you had a quart. We used to get a quart because I was a young OG, but when you had a quart, it was like that was enough because a 40 was like, that's big OG status. A quart, a quart, quart, is, old, a quart is like 32 ounces, right? 32 ounces, exactly, my brother. 32 ounces, and we all know the other joint, the higher level is a 40 ounce. So 40, that's where you got to pay homage and respect your elders and go, that's for the elders. All I could do is get a blunt and get you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I got to get a court because I, a 40, I might be too beyond myself. But lo and behold, you know, with the 40 ounce, that was something that became a part of the community. It was an essence. It was just a vibration of the level where your frequency was that where you understand like you're drinking a high level beer. We didn't know malt liquor. We didn't know Heineken. We it was more like, yo, in the hood, old English was the staple. Yeah. Because Run DMC for hip hop community, that's what you drink. You ain't drinking no Heineken. You ain't drinking no Corona. You ain't drinking no Modelo. You understand? You drinking old English 800. And when you see them signs and them posters, when you come off the subway station back in the days, you either drink Old English or, like you said earlier, Billy D. Williams, Colt 45. Because Colt 45 made it more distinct because he had the bitches. He had a fine bitch next to him with the Colt 45. So he made he made it seem like, nigga, get this Colt 45. Fuck that Old English. Get this Colt 45 and fuck these fine bitches. Because okay. once you give them this Colt 45, they mind going to be with you. And he, go, he, he like, yo, listen. You're going to get that pussy, baby. You're going to get that pussy with the Coke 45. And, and, yo, listen, listen. Yo, listen. The advertisement was the bottle him a fine black, brown-skinned female. Always. And then it had the, and then it had the horse kicking up the hind legs in the air. Representing like, power. Like that. Oh, my God. Gee, listen. Yeah. You know, listen. I never fuck with the Coke 45. Cause I was a hip hop rap nigga, so I always got the OE. But yeah. the Colt Four Five that always made you think like, yo, if you want to get a fine bitch, you want to elevate the game, get that Colt Four Five. Colt Forty Five, pussy. All right, so I'm I'm gonna get into my story on it. 
in, in, ahead, in my relationship with Beer, period. So I think my relationship Hold started, on, hold on. Relationship hold on. with who? Relationship with Beer or relationship with one particular chick? Come on. Oh, we ain't talking about that. But we talking about <laughs> beer and we talking about malt liquor. All right. So All right. regular beer and my drinking process started with past Blue Ribbon. And I think about the taste right now and it's like embedded in my soul for more reasons than one. We'll probably get in that to like a thousand shows later when we got sponsors. <laughs> but uh, past Blue Ribbon, that shit tastes so fucking good to me, man. And know it just it tastes good that was a regular beer that i would drink Classic another American one beer. Classic. another one uh when i was younger was what was this black label it's called black label and i think that was a canadian brand it was like a red label with the logo written in cursive and it was on a black background and a square in the middle of the label that was some good fucking mm-hmm. cheap beer too but that's my basic thought starts and i thought i'll throw michelob in there too for odd reasons, but oh, shit, so, Michelob, baby. So, so yeah, yeah, that's Michelob. But coming into myself as a preteen and a teenager, we're gonna take it to high school freshman year. Hold on, G G, not to interrupt, but wait a minute. Are you trying to say that before you was motherfucking a teenager, you was already drinking beer? Is that what you're saying? I ain't saying nothing. I'm not incriminating nobody. <laughs> I'm not incriminating nobody. But yeah, I, I, drank, go, I, I drank some beer and also I took a hit off of a Philly Blunt and a Dutch Master. Oh, with no shit. weed in it. Nice. Mm. All right. <laughs> clap for that, baby. Clap for that. So, so that's that. But okay, we're going to take it to freshman year. So you're getting out and about in the community now, further away from home. Good, good, good info right here. Good info right here. Pay attention, y'all. Listen to what G about to tell y'all. This is real shit. You're connecting with kids from other sides of town. And then you find that you all have common interests. <laughs> so you get in the process the of, uh, yeah, common interests. So you start getting into the thought processes of getting liquor from the corner stores. A lot of times it was just on weekends, like a Friday night or a Saturday night, walking through the okay. hood or, or at somebody's house or somewhere. Shit, sometimes you had to sit somewhere because you had to drink it somewhere. Cause did you did you have to get a grown up that usually go in the store and get it for you? What's what's right. going on with that? This is how I went here. Now in this area in particular, all of the corner stores by then were controlled by the Arabians or my Yemeni mm. brothers. And, Hold uh, on, wait a minute, G. When you say that, what part? You gotta let the people know what part of the country, city, town. What are we talking about? Okay. When you say that, you gotta be very specific. Where are we at right now? When we talk about that, this is Buffalo, New York, USA. And you're telling me in Buffalo, New York, way back in the eighties, nineties, you're telling me that the Arabs had control over the liquor stores. Not the liquor stores in particular. I mean, some of them own some liquor stores, but they took over all 80, 90, 100-plus corner stores that were amongst the community. All right. Deli locations. All right, I got yeah, you. Okay. Yeah, so you, know, you go to the corner stores, you get your nihilators, your bread, you know, maybe butter, mm-hmm. milk, you know, and the mm-hmm. fucking liquor, mm-hmm. your, your 40s and shit, and, you know, other little things right. like shoestrings and blunts or whatever. But copy, so getting, copy. getting back to that, they controlled all that. So what it came down to on those Friday nights or nights after we went to parties, before we went to parties, was, yes, a lot. sometimes, depending on what was going on, we had to find somebody to go in there and get it for us. 
then sometimes you know about certain stores where the owner didn't give a fuck. And you knew that you could go to that store. It may have been a little bit further away, but you could go in there and get you a 40, and he ain't going to say shit. And, uh, and that's <laughs> how that works. So, we, you know, we'll go in there, and we'll get, like you said, Old English, because Old English was popping in. You're talking 88 or so. So Old English, uh, if you didn't have Crazy horse. But see, this was an alcoholic drink right here, though, Pills. That was that's it was how did you spell it P I E L S I think or P E I L S, pills oh, was the cheapest for you could get and back then that pills was like about ninety nine cent. What? So yeah, we didn't drink that shit though. Like I knew one person that drank it, and that was the one, that was the one brother that ended up in AA before we got out of high school. But, yeah, he was fucked up. He was already on yeah. some other shit. Yeah, you right. Yeah, yeah. So, he belonged right there. So yeah, we. we O.E., um, what was another one was out back then? Cold 45? Cold 45 was out, but like I said, I I'm, I never really messed with Cold 45 like that. And then you had your regular joints, so you had your... Oh, Miller, Miller. What about Miller? Yeah, Miller. yeah we had Miller in rotation, but I think I didn't really get that in the rotation until like 92 or so. But okay. like once again, you meet people from different neighborhoods, so that's how Miller got into the situation, but... Uh, I'm trying to think what else was out back then. Like Red Bull may have been here and popping back then, but I remember further on in the high school, we started getting into the other. Valentine L, Valentine L, baby. What about Valentine L? G, come that on, was, y'all ain't had that up there. It was here, but it was a higher find. It was a higher find. How about private stock? Private stock, baby. Private stock. Private stock, young. Yeah, good, you hit a good one right there. Private stock, okay. eighty-eight, eighty-nine. Now they used to sell private Ooh. stock here. In, in the, they used to sell it in 40 ounces, and they used to sell it in 64 ounces. <clears throat> and I remember. We used Hold to, on, time out, time out, time out. You said 64 ounces? 64 ounces. Cause they, remember, they used to sell OE in 64 ounces. They used to sell private stock in oh, 64 shit. ounces. Damn, that's, and, and what that's was some the, drunk alcoholic nigga <laughs> shit. That's some <laughs> drunk shit. God what, was, what, was, what was the Indian shit? Oh. Man, what was that's, that? Uh, that's motherfucking uh, Crazy Horse. Crazy, crazy horse. horse. They used to sell Crazy Horse in the 64. <laughs> Salute to my niggas on the reservation. Listen man, to them right now, baby. Yeah. So. <laughs> Damn, G, you went back. Yo, G, you went back. I never knew. Matter of fact, I don't even I don't even remember seeing 64 ounce. I remember. God, damn, that's. I, re- I remember in high school when St. Ives hit this area right here. So I'll never forget it. And if my memory serves me correct, I had it in 91 because somebody brought it back from New York. I said, this shit tastes good. It tastes different. Okay. Then okay. I remember we was on the bus one morning, the eight main to be exact. We were going to school. Me and a couple other cats that should remain nameless. Stay out there, though. What's up, y'all? We saw that it was in the city. I think somebody just did a major promo thing on it. So all the stores had the, the plates on the wall with the logo and shit. So we was like, oh, shit, St. Ives is here. Mm-hmm. So we made it our mission. I might have been after school that day to go get some St. Ives. And it was hard to find another one that hit the market real strong. It was Power Master. That had to be somewhere around the summer of 91. And, but Power Master didn't last. I think something went down with that brand, like some something crazy. You have to look deep on the internet, but I'm sure sto- the story is there. But uh, right. yeah, that's that. <clears throat> so yeah, that's my relationship with Malt Liquor, and then it goes on and on. Like God, shit, I could tell you about Malt Liquor for days. And but as far as regular beers are concerned, uh, we could talk about that next. Uh, in, in, in what we.
fucked with on that level. Like I love Heineken. But G- I, I'm a board mm-hmm. I'm a border person, so I'm here at the Canadian border. So I fucked with Molson, Molson Ice, Molson Triple X. Molson Triple X is my preferred Molson brand. So you got Molson's and you got Labatt's over here. That's real strong. Those are the two com- Canadian brands that they sell in this market a lot due to us being right here on the border. Um, and then you, know, you got your, your Heineken and then we got a couple of local IPAs. But I guess we'll talk about IPAs later. But I'll let you go next, man. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to say that, you know, alcohol is like, you know, there was prohibition in the States, as we all know, like many, many, many years ago. A lot of people like the Rockefellers and many others came off as far as like profiting from the fact that uh, many citizens in the United States of America back then came, uh, you know, they came off, you know, profiting off of the fact that a lot of people drink alcohol. And I just want to let people know that we just want to let people know that you know, there is a situation um, with alcohol. If anybody needs any help, there is a drug and alcohol rehab. If you want to, you can call 866-688-2334 if you need some help. Because a lot of people drink, but they don't know how to control their situation and have it under a situation where they want to feel a level where they can just have fun. It's like, a lot of people are depressed, especially now with the pandemic that's going say on. That so number, say, that, again, say that number one more time for the people. That number is 866-688-2334. If you need some help, because, you know, me, myself, I'm not saying I'm an alcoholic, but a lot of times there's been in the 90s, I'm going to say, where as a rapper or MC, we drink and we had many and plenty blunt situations yeah. where it was like, yeah, man, it's like, you know, that alcohol situation is the only drug or substance uh, that's not considered a felony one or two or three, but that really destroys families and life. So once again, like G said, you know, call that number up, 866-688-2334 if you need some help and some guidance on that. Go ahead, G. Right, right. So that's a good one, but you still didn't get to the point. What main beers, regular beers, outside of malt liquor, do you like to drink or have drank between when you started drinking and now? I'm going to tell you like this, man. When I was at the fights in Vegas or even when I was at a couple of games here at uh, Madison Square Garden with the Knicks, Heineken is the choice of beer that most people drink. Uh, And I haven't gone yet. I was supposed to go like maybe three years ago, but something happened. But, uh, the German beers, um, Heineken, and, uh, you know, there's something they call Oktoberfest where it's just a month of fucking drinking beer. And if you're in Germany or Switzerland or wherever it is over in the European states or European Union, that's something that they consider a serious, very, 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 very high intellectual part of what the consumption of beer should be. Mm-hmm. That's where everybody understands, like, yo, listen, if you drink this, this is what it is. The con- the content, the percentage, like it's re- the taste, the, like what you said earlier, the hops, the herbs. There's a lot of intricacies in, like, you know, things that should evolve as far as, like, the what, 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 what real dri- uh, beer drinkers actually consume that you know, like old English and Coke 45, they would look at more, look at as far as like, nigga, what are you doing? Like, they would never drink that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Heineken, I would say Heineken, Corona, and even when I was in Mexico, they I was like Corona. Corona. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, even when I went to uh, a couple of spots in Mexico, they were like, Corona? Nah, brother, that's mm-hmm. not a Mexican beer. They had some other beer that it's I drank. Tecate. I can't remember. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Certain beers, I don't even remember, but it was like, yeah. Corona was like, you know, and this Tecate. is, this, 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 this draws back to, you know, promotion, marketing, and advertisement of where the big dollars come in. And they try to convince people that this is what Mexico is drinking, or this is what America is drinking, like Budweiser, or this is what Germany is drinking. Um, my brother, you know, my brother put me on. He's in Paris, but he put me on to a beer in Germany. It's not even Heineken. It's some other beer that we don't even know about. It's like eleven point seven percent real beer, yeah. real beer. You know what I'm saying, G? So. That's just my take on it, and um, I'm I'm always looking to explore and expand or expand on my level of beer drinking, right? Because it's not only um, what the beer or the level or how the label looks; it's trying to it's trying to get into the fact and the science of the, what what it can actually. Do do shit. for you, yeah, do, yeah, for, for what it could do for you. Say that right. shit. What it could do. What it could do. Yeah, what it could do for you. What it could shit. do for you, motherfucker. You what know? it could do for you. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's my level of take on it, B. All right, so we gonna end this right here with that, and uh, what we gonna do is come back in a minute. Yeah, we're going to chop up yeah, some yeah, more yeah. about uh, some good old beer and some other things going on in Woo! the world, y'all. We'll be right back. So fresh, just like I wrap my styles in foil But I sit at home and boil Spicy rum when it's freezing Cause I'm from the liquid pool Where we got drinks for every season Maybe that's the reason why I look high all July And the place I buy my beer is calling in for more supply Maybe not, maybe so Maybe yes, maybe no Maybe niggas got some friends that wanna battle for some dough If you know somebody, holla Cause I take those extra dollars Split that shit with Jay and Swift Buy a 96 Impala And lace it with the D's I'm my own stack of cheese Get an extra flossy floss and toss King T the keys and say, nigga, that's yours Cause you opened up doors Before the licks had a deal, you had a nigga on tour So God bless ya Never let this rap pressure test ya You know who got your back when them other niggas sweat ya So check Uno Dos while I roast this coast to toast When it comes to beats and rhymes, you know who got the most I be killing it, killing it, killing it, killing it Rock that shit that have all your niggas feeling it Killing it, killing it, killing it, killing it J-Roll was up next to me I be killing it, when I be feeling it
killing it. Got rum in my cup, best believe I won't be spilling it. Yo, exhibit, what up, bro? I got to know, do yeah. I got that liquid flow? Oh, well, here I go. Yeah. Meet up, meet up, down the barrel of my heater. I'll torture, then skeet out in my Porsche two-seater. I'm from the home of rattlesnakes and golden bears. And Astro vans with swivel chairs, hoes come in pairs. Plus, making money's in my jeans. That's why I got money in my jeans. I got a craving, my mind craves the knowledge. My pockets crave the cash. My mouth craves the fruit, and my Johnson craves the ass. Who's on blast? The licks, baby, don't twist it, just rock it. Got your girl's number in my change pocket. What's her name, Stella? If she's on me, kinda hella. Booty, vuku, share, Vic is what I tell her. I get freaky like Friday, why they try to get loose? Whack a Caesar like drunk guts, they have no use. I just got off the court while I was whooping some cats in basketball. Here's a question that I have to ask y'all. Who be killing it? Is it the ladies? Who be killing it? Is it the fellas? Who be killing it? Is it the b-boys? Who be killing it? Is it the gangsters? Yeah. Back again with the Scramble Life Podcast, episode number 13. Yeah. You there? Yeah, baby. What's good? What's all good? All right, all right, all right. Thought I lost you there for a minute. So, yeah, we're back into the show, and we've been talking about beer for this episode for the most part, and that right there was Alcoholics with Killing It, one of their songs. Now, that whole group concept originally was based off of Alcoholic, remember? Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be drunks and shit, and they were supposed to be well. That was on RCA Records, I think. So loud, or right? One, one yep. of those labels, yeah. That was the loud, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that was them. So that was that. But we're gonna get into talking some more about this shit. Uh, so, do you fuck around with IPAs or know anything about IPAs and craft beer? Well, yeah, I fuck with some IPAs, Golden Monkey. Um, What's that shit called? It's called uh, something crazy bitch or bitch something. It's like those IPAs are very, very strong. When I get an IPA, it's usually either 9.5 or 11.2, 12. It's a high content and um, it's a def- definitely a distinguished taste where it's not something where I'm used to as far as beers from the, from the States. Right. And I got to tell you something. When you get a six pack, that shit ain't just, you know, $12. That's just like $19 or $20 a pack because the content of that alcohol level is that where when you drink two of them motherfuckers, you're straight. Right, Trust right, me. right, right, right. I got one here locally that I've been dealing with now for a little over a year. <clears throat> the name of the company is called Southern Tier Brewing Company. It's a Western New York-based beer company. Uh, and they have several different brands out, but this one right here I like. It's, uh, it's called 2X IPA. It's a double India Pale L, basically. Uh, the rating on this one for the ABV is 8.2. The color is deep gold. And the aroma is citrus, floral hops, and a bit piney. Nice. Uh, the bitterness level is mid to high, 80 IBU. The body of it is medium, smooth, and resinous. The availability on this one is year-round, obviously, and the serving temperature is 50 to 55 degrees. And a celery, uh, cellaring it is to drink fresh. So you got to drink fresh. Now, another thing some people don't know about these IPAs is a lot of them are seasonal, so on and so forth. And some of them kind of have expiration dates on them to an extent. Uh, you could do more research on that on your own. Yeah. But Mm-hmm. Yeah, like some, so you only can hold on to them for a while, and that's why they have different brands that are seasonal. So you have a lot of fall brands, winter brands, spring, summer, etc. 
and that's uh, how they play that game. But the flavor of the beer that I like here uh, has a grapefruit, uh, butter lemon, a bit of doughy sweetness edge to it, and that's pretty much that. And then the L year and yeast and varieties of hops, um, which is 150% more Simcoe, whatever the fuck that is. And they have three varieties of it. So that's what I fuck with locally. And that's my main one. Because, you know, when I go to the store here, which our main spot is consumer beverages. And they're all over the area. But you go in there, they have the ones, the shit that you can bottle up. That's the hot five ones of the week. You can look at look at that and read the description on them. But when I read those descriptions, my brain just go to a fucking blur. Unless I see like chocolate raspberry or some shit like that. Which Yeah, I wouldn't buy that shit anyway. So... You know, I'd be looking mad, but I'd be like, damn, there's so much fucking shit in here. I don't know what to get. You know? Right. So, yeah, it's another one I messed with it once before. It's like Triple Dog or some shit. I don't know, man. But it's just so many of them. But we'll have to get into that later on. It's a lot of them, man. I, I, you know, I, I, even I where I'm at what you right want to fuck with. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I, not to cut you, G, but, you know, even here, like, you know, there's a lot of breweries that came up within the last, I would say, five to ten years. Mm-hmm. And even Brooklyn Brewery, I think it's called Brooklyn uh, Breweries, you know, a lot of people are supporting their local brewery because they understand the fact that the herbs and the spices and the different blends that they put in there are catered towards, the you know, the local region that you live in. But I also, you know, venture out in like Sierra Nevada there's like things like um you know what what they call that shit uh you know um it's, it's Sierra Nevada there's like Brooklyn Brewery there's like La Guanita IPA there's a lot of different IPAs and even the younger crowds they like they are into the beer community it's like oh, yeah. i know a couple of people who actually just buy beer and they 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 keep it and they and they save it in their stash almost like how wine connoisseurs are right you know how you have those guys that collect oh, yeah. wine bottles and I keep see, them in I the bottom every of the month <laughs> yeah man it's like this serious guys who are dedicated Seller. and i'm pretty sure with the Super Bowl coming up, you know, in a couple of weeks or a week or whatever it is, they're going to have certain beers or IPA that they're going to be able to say, hey, look, listen, it's halftime. Check out this IPA I got right here. What you know about this joint from 19, you know, 93 or, you know, and this, the whole thing is this. We come from an era where it's like old school, private stock, old gold, you know, uh, Colt 45. But right now, as everything is, is is advancing, it's more like these are the types of beers. And I don't even want to say beer because they look at it. It's not even beer. It's more like they look at it as if it's wine. Like it's a real, like, you know, authentic, original. But you know what? Quality. That goes to thinking that, the whole beer thing is getting like the weed thing. Remember? Um, 20, 30 years you know ago. Right, exactly. You get some yeah, weed. You, you know you, what, you, Jay, you're right. You you're might right. hear somebody yeah. like, okay, I got some skunk. Or I got some whatever, whatever. And it wasn't that many other titles, right? Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Then it just becomes. Perfect example, baby. Purple, cher- purple cherry, lemon, Irish coffee, <laughs> coffee, skunk pussy. Like, like, hold up. What, the fuck? what, what am I buying? <laughs> you know, like, what, what is this? Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right, though, G. Yo, you're right. You're so right. And guess what? I think that's what the major attraction is. The attraction is the fact that, you know what? These are the same things that my parents had, but we're going to give it this new marketing title. It's yeah. going to have this new, it's going to have this new substantial place where it's like, listen, this is not weed. This is not, you know, skunk. This is Citroella. This is like, you know, it's it's something that's crazy that makes you feel as though it's like, you know what I mean? It's like crazy, B, but I love it though. I, and I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, these beers and these hops and these herbs that I'm tasting, even though they're seeing herbs and, Yo, listen, G. Let me. Let me hold on. It's not just me and you talking, but the Amish, the Amish people, uh-huh. they have a certain situation with their crops, uh-huh. where you know it's like it's Amish, uh-huh. it's separate. But guess what? It's different from the American standard or German or whatever it is standard, where we know this is a situation where. They classify certain, just like the Jews or Hebrews, they put it in their own stash where it seems like it's so special. Mm-hmm. It's so remarkable mm-hmm. that it's not associated with whatever it is y'all doing over there. Oh, yeah. So when you purchase, when you buy it, when you buy it, the market, it's like, yo, oh my God, I'm buying this. This is different. But meanwhile, guess what? It's the same thing. It just has a different title. Yeah, pretty much. And it happens. It happens. And, all uh, the time, all baby. The, all, all, all the time. All the time. But, yeah, you know, we'll talk about beers later on. Um, we're going to bounce back to another part of the story that we talked about earlier. Where are we going? Where are we going? We talked about malt liquors before. We talked about the IPAs and craft beers. But the question I got, and I've been researching this probably since the late 90s, is... Does this shit fuck you up? Because it's mainly sold in the early urban communities. Now, over the years, I've seen it expand to some, you know, uh, uh, suburban areas somewhat. Not far suburban areas. That's far in the area from the city, but certain suburban areas, you'll see it. You'll travel. You'll see it on the highway at the gas station sometimes and things like that. But... For the most part, for the people that don't know, malt liquor in the United States has been based. I heard you burp. So the the, the malt liquor has been based in the hood. Yeah, my bad. No, you good? Because I'm about to lit one out myself. So malt liquor has basically been ba- based in the black community for years. I mean, even from the the, the start. So them selling the shit. Because I think they really started doing the whole malt liquor thing probably back in the '60s, maybe. If I'm correct, I can't quite remember at the moment. But uh, what I wanted to do to cut the story short is to talk about uh, malt liquor consumption and and what it they say or claim it could do to you, or who's it who's it's made for basically. All right. So, uh, malt liquor is typically sold in larger containers, and they're sold at a lower price volume than average beer. Now, compared to the standard drink, the typical malt liquor beverage is often. Um, the average malt liquor can be about 80% more alcohol content than usual. And we talked about that earlier and some other things. So basically, someone did a study sometime last year. And the study found that malt liquor drinkers are more likely to be homeless, unemployed, on public assistance, 
compared to regular beer drinkers. Do you believe that? Man, that's crazy, dude. Well, I mean, you know, the whole thing is like, you know, wow, those are, those, to me, you hear stats like that, we got to stop drinking that small liquor. Mm-hmm. And that's why you hear brothers promoting like Cristal or Moed or higher level grades of liquor because when hip hop was presented to the public, we was Colt 45 old English drinking niggas. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Now, and even in certain situations, we own certain liquors. So it might be like a Jay-Z situation or a Puff situation or whoever situation, whether it's a rock or, you know, even her style. Like, you know, we got to really understand because, yo, listen, G, and I'm pretty sure that most of our public, our listeners, our consumers who understand what we're doing here, nobody here is trying to drink no oil. Nobody trying to drink no Coke 45, 40 ounce. New Year's Eve, we trying to we trying to pop a bottle. We trying to pop something nice, you know. But what about and the cheap crazy. people? What about the, the what about the cheap people that actually could save money and got money and they still like to drink more liquor? <clears throat> to those people, <laughs> it's all good because guess what? They know what they choosing. You could choose to be higher level or lower level. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like how does, right now, how does tonight, it make you? How does okay? How does your liquor choice make you higher level or lower level? I think. I think. It, listen. I'm gonna. Be, I'm, listen, can Can I be straight or higher? Or go ahead. Go ahead. No, political? fuck that. Don't sugarcoat nothing. All right. Cool, cool, all right. Listen. Now listen. I'm. A, I'm a rapper. I'm an MC. So when I want to get into my nigga shit, uh-huh. I'm going to drink some OE, I'm going to drink some Coke 45, I'm going to drink some, even though I don't, but I'm going to drink some, you know, uh, Crazy Horse or 211, but guess what's going to happen? That's going to make me feel like a nigga. I'm going to just get into my shit. See, that, but that, now, that we can talk about, remind me to come back to that part, but go ahead. But if I want to feel as though, like, I don't want to be so uh, aggressive, now I'm going to drink some, you know, Clico uh, or some, you know what I mean, some Moet. You know what I'm saying? I'm smoothing it out. I'm being smooth. I want to drink something else, baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's smooth. I'm good. But listen, when I want to get niggerish, I know the niggerish shit I need to drink. Like MC Shane. Like MC Shane, he know. Even though he say he drink wine. He, yeah, yeah. But for most niggas that drink, that nigga, yo, he, he resonate with niggas that want to drink and yeah. be wild and just yeah. vigilant and just crazy. That's what it is. Even though he don't feel like he might, you know, but this is what it is. It's like, nigga, this is what you do. But check you it. Check resonate this. With- check this. <clears throat> We're going to get into the increased risk of, of the problem with drinking malt liquor. Now, this is what they say. So mm. they say I, I dispute a lot of this shit. I'm serious. At, at 40-something years old, 
some 20 something years after thinking about this whole thought process right here what I'm reading I dispute some of this so it uh-huh. says malt liquor beers can be sold in containers as large as 40 ounces of four or four teas as they're preferred referred to says Rhonda uh, Jones Webb associate professor in the School of Public Health at the University of Minnesota so 40s are commonly sold chilled and she said wrapped in a brown paper bag you don't necessarily have to get them in a brown paper bag um, and there's uh, websites out there that devote uh, to 40 ounces malt liquor. I forgot the guy's name. It's like a whole crew of them, 40 ounce crew or something like that. I've been following him for a while too. Then they talk about the references in rap lyrics and, you know, encouraging people to chug the bottles, blah, blah, blah. So what she's saying is the combined effects of higher alcohol content, larger serving size, and faster consumption can result in Higher blood alcohol levels, as we all know. And here go to one, the kicker. An increased risk of aggressive behavior and other alcohol-related problems. Now, we know alcohol, period, whatever. It does what it does. But the aggressive behavior part is where I kind of put up a challenge to the whole thought process on that. Because, I'm like I said, I've, I shit. You know, I mix it up. I'll drink an IPA. I'll drink a malt liquor. I'll drink... You know, uh, a Heineken or Molson or a Molson Triple X or something like that. And right. I ain't never got arrested that I know of. I ain't never <laughs> jumped in no windows. <laughs> you know, I ain't never uh, uh, did no shit like that, that from drinking malt liquor. You know, Ice Cube said, what do he say? It make you Jimmy thicker, right? So I don't know. You tell me. Hmm. Yeah, you know what, bro? Yo, listen. That's a good... <laughs> hey, G, yo, listen. You stumped me, baby. I don't even understand right. how that could be the situation, bro. But you know what? I think what it is is that black people... I, I must say black people. Black people, you know, we you know, we over here, we over there, we over there. That's what... A lot of Americans don't understand. It's like it's a lot of black Americans that have certain situations, certain stands. You know, we hood, we ghetto, we niggers. We okay, that's a point. Upper-entre- right, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, almost like, and listen, it's like house nigga, you know, field nigga syndrome. That's what it is. That's all it is, baby. And I'm a nigga, you a nigga. We niggas. But then you got them niggas that's like, hey, I was, I don't know about that. I've been in the kitchen. I've been, you know, I know how to slice up carrots. I know how to do this. And I'm on the fourth floor. And we the niggas that's like, nigga, I'm in the basement. I'm on the underground. I'm in the field. I'm sweating. Like, my brow is, I got water on my forehead. Like, what the <laughs> fuck you talking about? And that's the difference, G. And until black people as a culture understand that, like, look, listen. We all of these things, but we gotta understand we we are we are as one. Don't don't underestimate what you do up top, and don't underestimate what I do in the field as a field nigga. When we could get to, when we could get to that situation, that's where we're gonna be as one, and that's what I'm saying to you. Even with the beer situation, we might say to each other. Oh, you drinking old English. Oh, you drinking Crazy Horse. Oh, you drinking St. I've Nye. seen the prejudice in stores. Right, you nigga. Ever, you, ever be, you, you ever be in a store, especially these IPA joints, like so you see the white boys in there and shit, and they'll look at you. 
You walk into the counter with that shit, and the motherfucker be looking like, okay. The motherfucker start holding his wallet. You know? Because, uh, you know, people are bougie with their beer brands they drink, you know? Exactly. So That happened to me the other day. I pulled uh, up some shit, and it me. was like, yeah, let it go, baby. That's the beer <laughs> shit. So listen, the other day that shit happened to me. And I said to myself, look at this white boy asking me if I could afford a motherfucking six-pack that costs $13.99. Because mm. usually a six-pack is 10 or 11 or $12. Somewhere between 7 and $11, yeah. yeah. Correct. So when you have a situation mm. where your six-pack is 13 or 14 or even, let's say, $19.99. fuck it. They, right. The, depending upon the, uh, you know, uh, alcohol content level. Mm-hmm. He said to me, he was like, you know, this is this. I said, I know what it is. Let's go, baby. Yeah. What's about me? Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, back to the other situation where a lot of black folk, and you know what it is? I don't know. I, you know, gee, can we call it reverse racism or um, racism against each other? Because I heard that there was no such thing as far as racism against your own race. But I know for a fact, I had some bougie brothers, sisters, that treated me a certain way because when I went in certain situations, my money or my status wasn't to the level of where they felt as though their status was. And I was like, well, God damn. I mean, we black, we both. I've ran into that, you know. I talk about class issues in America all the time. And, mm-hmm. uh, class issues is very real amongst different levels, and and they all ain't shit either. The motherfuckers that think they the shit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so, man. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. All you motherfuckers. <laughs> and I'm saying it right here because I can't. Fuck all y'all bitches, bitch. Yeah, you know because they just you know as fucked man? up as everybody else. But yeah, you see motherfuckers with their class issues and. Bitch, your house fucked up, or you know whatever. Yo, but G, but G, but G, what <laughs> make what, what 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 you think? What you yo G, but what make you think? Though I'm just want real talk. Like, what what make you think? How could their mind even gravitate towards that type of? How could they even feel that way when well, we both from the same color, the same race? I got a book how over here, and, and this is kind of reaching, but I got a book back here. It's called Our Kind of People. Enlighten the people. Enlighten it's, the people. It's a book called Our Kind of People, and it talks about the black upper class okay mm, bourgeois bourgeois yeah and the light skin thing and the paper bag and all that stuff and just over the times with the boule and this that and the other and how that played in and mm. how different people felt in the jack and jill organizations and then the ghetto, that's a righteous the ghetto book that's a the righteous cousins book and this that and the other so shit like that Ooh. you can read and it really gets into the whole situation of class issues in america that's just on a black part but it's, it's so many other different levels, white versus black, and then the whites, the, the middle class whites is getting sixty to eighty thousand, versus the whites is getting thirty thousand to forty, and all this shit is just fucked up. Period. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. But that's some good thing type of things to read on. You know, just getting in your head different understandings on things. Because when you have different understandings on things and, and you let it spread out across your mind, you don't get as offensive when you run into it. You understand what I'm saying? 
So I got uh, you, bro. That's you real know, shit. I could go crazy when I see a white boy in the store and he see me buying a bottle of malt liquor or some, a cheaper IPA per se, and you know, motherfucker look at you and smile with a smirk. You know what I'm saying? But fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Fuck you. Fuck but, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much that. Um we talked about malt liquor enough for today. And this show, actually, y'all, I'm going to tell you, it was supposed to be different. We were supposed to have a guest here, actually. And we won't be doing that for a while unless we're dealing with somebody aging like we know we should be doing anyway if somebody is credible to talk to. So, you know, you know how it go, Al. But anyway, That's right, baby. we're going to move on hey. to filling in the blanks and spots. Uh, where we at right now, and, and uh, you know, just take it from here. So we wasn't hey, gonna listen, do. We let everybody know where they can reach us at. It's, what is that? It's that. Uh, oh yeah, you can scramble read, life. Scramble life. It's the scramble life podcast, and we're on That's pretty right. much Come all on. social media platforms except for like YouTube. Yeah, uh, but you can reach us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, wow. um, Apple. Apple, was it? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Stitcher, Podcasts, and a bunch of other places Tune where they, they show uh, podcasts. So basically, just go on, right. go on Google and put Live, it in, put baby. in this, Come the on, Scramble y'all Life tap Podcast. In. Let's go. The Scramble Life Podcast yeah. is the name of the show. That's the name of the show. So we didn't plan this one this week, but it has been another piece of nightclub violence within the last 10 hours. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute, hold on. You saying violence at nightclubs? Yeah, violence at nightclubs. Oh, shit, Somebody got hurt. What's in going nightclub. on? Can you believe it? So this is going on. I in, can't. This is in Tyler, Texas. If you want to pull up a map on your uh, computer or whatever you got over there on your side, you, we can we can uh, pinpoint this as we normally do because we like to see the neighborhoods and everything. Just lay out the whole scene. So this morning, it was a shooting at a nightclub in North Tyler. Uh, which left one man with non-life-threatening injuries. Lucky man. As Tyler Police information. Yeah. So at 2.55 a.m. this morning, somebody's life changed. Uh, Tyler Police officers responded to the 50 Grand Club. 50 Grand Club. Located at 2126 North Grand on a report of multiple shots fired. Officers were informed that a person had been hit in the leg. Uh, They were told he was being transported by a private vehicle. Responding officers located the vehicle as friends of the victim (laughs) were in the process of transporting him to the hospital. The victim was transported to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, There's ongoing investigation. Of course, they're giving up money to find out information on the whole situation. So, yeah, this was down in Tyler, Texas. I don't know anything about Tyler, Texas. Uh, I don't even know where it's at. Uh, even with that nightclub, I, I tried to look up some information on the club, and the, and the information was very scarce. It tells me that it's a hole-in-the-wall hood joint where don't nobody in there know how to, to use a computer, but they know, how, they, know, the they, they know how to sell the liquor. They know how to sell the liquor. They know how to get a DJ. So, uh, yeah, that, that happened over there. And I'm, I'm going to try again to look up this club, 50 grand. 50 grand club. Oh, no. Whoa. <laughs> Listen, the fact that nobody got murdered, no fatalities, I got to represent. I got to say, I respect that. And, and, listen, anytime there's nightclub violence, 
Go ahead. Aim for the kneecap. Aim for the ankles. Don't kill our brothers and sisters. Take it down low, you baby. Be shooting them Take anyway. it down low. <laughs> shooting low, baby. Shooting low, baby. Let's go. Because me and, me and my man G, we got to express a death or fatality. We don't want to do that. Right, right, right. Okay? This is real shit, y'all. Trust me. Go down below. Go to the kneecap. All right? So once again, how we say, G, this is. I don't know. Nightclub violence. Nightclub. So uh, you know, just looking back at this club, it's not much information online. Like I said, every hood got a bar where they ain't gonna have no online presence because they just known for doing the hood shit. If you know people in the hood, you know about this. Right? Yeah, exactly. They don't need a yeah, Facebook yeah, page. Yeah. They ain't got no website. Nothing. No. It's, it's like that. So this is one it's of those like spots, that. and uh, they have had multiple shootings over the last couple of years over at that venue. I've found reports on that too. So. Uh, let's just hope for that hood bar, whatever they got going on there. Uh, let's just hope they get it together and uh, do what the fuck they're supposed to do. So that's that tradition <laughs> of nightclub violence. Uh, there ain't much to think about that one. But so other than that, you know, we said we wasn't going to do teacher sex this week, but it's something going on. So, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, whoa, 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 for the people that's just joining in, teach her sex, when we say teach her sex, what are we talking about? I don't know, man, we we talking about some shit going on in the school systems across the United States and even other countries, too, where <laughs> teachers are fucking these kids, and I think it needs to be talked about, because if you, send it, if you, if you got your son and daughter in the classroom, and that teachers considered whatever sexy would you ever be checking these teachers out because you don't know what they texting your kids because when i was in school i couldn't text my teacher so i might like girl you got a fat ass at 1245 a.m and put it in her head Damn. and see her when i get to school at seven and she my teacher she gonna be like she might not even say nothing, but we done made the connection. Then now she can get a charge. Yeah. So much other shit, man. Yep. But uh you know he we, right, he we, right, we, he we, right. We, you know, we we talk about teacher sex on this show quite a bit. Uh this probably be like the third episode of it. Um, but before yep. we do anything like that, what I'm gonna do Rollo the pimp. Let's go to Rollo the pimp, baby. I know, right? Let's go to my nigga Rollo the pimp, baby. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, G, can I tell you? Because I got to find a song long enough to give me time to do what I got to do. But go ahead and say what you got to say. Go ahead. Yeah, all I'm saying is, listen, man, and I'm pretty sure we all went through this, but, like, there was a couple of teachers that I definitely, as a young student, I looked at them, but it wasn't like nowadays you look at ass. But back then, right. it was more like the, it was face, the pretty face. It was, yeah, it was different. Yeah. And you know, my third grade, fourth grade teacher, I wanted to fuck the shit out of Listen, B, I gotta be honest. I don't even remember her name. Hmm. But she launched and projected me into puberty. Because when I say to y'all, my listeners, when she wrote on the fucking... See, back in the days, we had chalkboards. It was a chalk. It was a blackboard. And the teacher turned around and wrote on it. When she turned around and wrote on that board, the way she stroked every syllable, 
Oh my God! Hold up, man. Uh, Save that story because we're gonna take a break right quick, and we're gonna be right back. And he's, gonna, he's gonna do a continuation of his teacher story. Please don't forget it. But uh, I'm gonna put yes. this man on mute right quick, and I'm gonna put myself on mute, and I'm, we'll be right back, y'all. Hey bitch, 
Yeah, y'all, we back up in here on the Scramble Life Podcast. That was Rod Little Pimp. My guy. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, we just running some tracks down. Give me some time to do some other things right quick. But, uh, hey, bitch, hey, bitch, hey, bitch. Yeah. Out in uh, McFarland High School, a uh, teacher was sentenced to jail for sex with a student. She, Nasty she was, bitch. She was sentenced this week. So that's in McFarland, California. A former McFarland High School teacher was sentenced Thursday to 16 months in jail after pleading no contest, not contest to having sex with a 17-year-old student. So Elvia Gonzalez pleaded no contest in September to unlawful sexual mm-hmm. intercourse. A charge Nasty of bitch. contacting a minor with the intent to commit a sexual offense was dismissed. Okay, so the events, Nasty bitch. Yeah, she nasty. The events leading to her arrest began October 11, 2019. Okay, when two students who appeared to be under the influence had their cell phones confiscated per school policy, court documents said. A staff member saw one of the students had a text message from Elvia asking if he wanted to get breakfast. Ooh. So the student said Elvia was Gonzalez, and he allowed the school's principal to view his text messages according to the filings. The student's mm-hmm. text history included messages from Gonzalez telling him, quote, I can't breathe without you. And, quote, mm-hmm. I'm only yours, the document said. I wonder how old is this chick? Gonzalez was immediately placed on administrative leave and the principal contacted the police. Like, this bitch is nuts. Fuck right that pussy. Fuck that pussy. Yeah. Fuck that pussy. <laughs> so the student told police Gonzalez offered to tutor him two months earlier and they exchanged mm. phone numbers. See, that's some shit too, man. Because this one teacher told me something like that where she 
See, it'd be shit going on, man, and we just don't know about it. Could you imagine how many fucking rumps we done been around in the dog, man? Hey, hey, listen, man. This shit is infinite. Hold up, hold up. I know for a fact. So they they exchanged phone numbers and flirted with each other. They soon began meeting outside school. So Gonzalez Mm -hmm. would pick him up and drive to unincorporated areas outside McFarland where they had sex. In her vehicle, the teens told police. In addition to the text exchanges, Gonzalez also sent the teen inappropriate photos the documents say. Nasty bitch. So she almost got a year year and a half off of that one. So, yeah, and the way she got Mm. busted, because she probably had a thing for bad boys, apparently, because this nigga kept getting in trouble to the point where this fucking principal and the staff had to get his phone and go through it. But now, G, G, you know, I always ask you, we gotta know how the fuck, how this teacher look. Is this a hot teacher? It ain't no picture. Not it, teacher. It, it, ain't no, it ain't no picture. Hold on, let me see. Oh, oh B, because let me tell you something. When I was young, when I was 13, 14. Yeah, you ain't finished your story, but go ahead. I wanted to fuck a couple of my teachers. <laughs> All right? I, I just, I would have fucked a bitch. And I know back then, Listen, they wanted to fuck me too. They did. They did. I know, I know. But it was the unwritten code of language that you just don't do it. You understand? Nowadays, everything is open. Everything is all right. It's okay. So if my teacher today, if I was eight, you know, let's say, for example, if I'm in the eighth grade, ninth grade, and I say to my teacher, hey, here's my Instagram. And we get each we get at each other through DM and we beat up. I want to fuck you, Miss, you know, Gonzalez. I love the way you explain those, you know, isosceles triangles in geology class. I want to put my angle inside a jaw. You know, you could you it's different way, nigga. Listen, <laughs> I would fuck, I would have fucked, I'm going to tell you, I would have fucked at least five of my teachers. I know them. I know. I mean, two of them. All right. Were, this is what I, I want little, you. To, this, I this is what I want you to do. I want you to look at the sheet of paper you got in front of you, right? Okay. She's the one. Uh, second one from the end, with the blue, red, and white dress. Uh, she BBW. Ooh, got long hair. Yeah, she yeah, she looked like a wild one. Too. I give it to her. I give it to her. She looked like she Yo, could suck, she looked like she could suck a, a golf ball through a straw and take a good strong Listen fuck. To me. Boom. Her see the way I judge. I'm on some Ray Charles. You, listen, if y'all want to look her up, you can look her up too. But I'm I'm looking at her. Mm-hmm. Let him look her up. Give it to him. Give it to him. Let him look her up. Now, G, mm-hmm. you saw you saw the uh, Ray Charles movie, right? I did. Many years ago, okay. but I did. So, yep. All right, so now listen. She's, you know a, she's a math teacher. So she made calculations. Ooh. She, she, she mm. knows how to make calculated moves. Fuck this shit out of her. Let me tell you something, dude. BBW. Let me tell you something. <laughs> hey, listen. Ray Charles is a realist. So she wanted to know your wrist size and your neck size. Mm. As a blind man, I want to know the size of your wrist, mm-hmm. and I want to know the size of your neck. Based off of that, what do you mean that's supposed? If you watch the movie with Jamie Foxx, mm-hmm. okay, 
First of all, hey, listen, when you know the size of a woman's breast, okay, okay, and the size of her neck, you can gauge the impact and the, the, the philosophy of her. You know, I don't want to say it. I don't want to get too vulgar, but you know, the thrust of her, you know, you understand what I'm saying to you? You can gauge that information. Right. As a blind man, Ray Charles said to himself, mm, that neck right there, that your neck is good. Mm-hmm. Your wrist is that's a good situation. Okay. And now, based upon that, I'm gonna fuck with you. I'm gonna fuck with you. So yeah, we got we, we got some old school Negro knowledge right there from Ray Charles. <laughs> so if y'all want to like rewind and listen to that part again and figure that whole risk and neck thing out and use it for your own personal use, you are definitely okay to do that and, and use it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, that that's that on that one. So that's Miss Elvia Gonzalez out there in McFarland, California. Salute to you. Well, that's um, her name. That's her name. What's her name? Say her name again. Elvia E L V I A Gonzalez is her last name. What's her? How old is she though? That's how old probably is she? her husband' last name too. I'm sure. Uh, they didn't put her age in there. I don't know because the only thing I got I see here in front of me is like school pictures and shit from her teaching math. Well, gee, the thing I'm noticing about all these girl teachers, uh-huh. they're like in their thirties. It's like they're in the cusp or the transition of like where they fucking they, 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 they getting it in before they hit the fucking wall. Nasty bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you say, you let me hear you say nasty bitches. Let me hear you say. Nasty motherfucking bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, the listeners are going to hear you say it like that. You nasty bitches. Because listen, bitches. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of females, and this, I have all big conversations. Like, once we understand men, females, women, men, whoever, gay, whatever you are, the fact that we all like to fuck, yeah. we want to fuck. Everybody and, and, all, fuck. and it always comes back to that. That's the bottom line, baby. Let's go. And that might be Let's why that dude every- got shot at the 50 Grand Club, because he wanted to fuck. That's definitely why. Because somebody was fucking somebody that was fucking somebody that somebody thought they chipped me fucking. Man. Listen, the bottom line is, if we all understand, like, look, listen, I want to fuck, huh? fuck, 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 fuck. We fucking. Even some of these so dudes now, are buying what? these IPA beers that don't get you drunk or high or anything. And they feel they doing right. something because they want to feel cool. Just tell abroad that he want to fuck. That I just paid thirty dollars for it, baby. Yeah, you want to fuck. Yeah, it's just a fuck situation. So, like I told my man the other day, look, listen, we all we you know we got girls, whatever. I said, look, listen, if somebody fuck my girl, right? Let's just be honest. I don't know about it, and then I find out about it. And I don't know who the dude is. Why would I approach the dude that fucked my girl? Right. I need to approach my girl who fucked the dude. All day. That dude got, that dude got, it's like the old saying, hey, look, nigga, your bitch chose me. Mm -hmm. I'm just a nigga over here. I'm a pimp nigga. 
Rilo the Pepsi Loop, because what's, what's, what's going on is the fact that these girls, and I, listen, we might get some slack for this, but these girls, just like right now, there's a motherfucking uh, a meme or whatever it is going on about, I think my butt getting big. And all bitches. That's joint. It's, yeah. They thinking they butt getting big. And that's what they doing. That's what they're that, they passing. They, I'm going to sum it up. They ride, the, they ride in the cock carousel and they're giving out turns. So when your turn is mm. up, don't get upset. And that's my whole teaching Good. about this show, period. When Good turn, analogy. When your, Good turn, analogy. When your turn is up, yep. don't get upset because your, your turn will be Keep up going, on a lot of different right. shit in life. Your work. Keep going. Keep going. Broad, See, now, you, now we get real. The shit Go ahead, you have fun, fun with. The, the, that's the, right. Whatever. Your side money. Your turn is going to be up on a lot of different things in life. And I'm trying to train y'all motherfuckers. When your turn is up, understand it. When she fucking around on you, understand it. Because that's another thing where a lot of people get Woo! fucked up. That's it's right. somebody else's turn. So it's that's up, it's, all it it's is, up to you to, to think and know, you know how you want to continue things or just end that shit and get out, pay for it, and get out the shit. Move on. Oh, gee. Yo, gee, you kept it so real right now. And a lot of times, a motherfucker ain't even got to get off and pay. You can just get off and be scot-free and don't pay nothing if you understand what the game is. Right. Pretty much. The game is, look, they looking for what they looking for. That's right. Okay. And then once you understand that reality, hey, I'm done. You use me. I use you. And we all good. Don't get all emotional. Right. Stop with the emotions. Lose, lose the emotions. Yeah. Get up out of there, baby. In, in the saga, but in you the know saga what? Gee, let's save, let's save this for another show because we can go deep. Let's save this yeah. for another show. Yeah, save that for another show about terms. But I'm going to leave that one or that. Uh, what we're going to do now is get into another subject. And this is still sex related. <clears throat> so What are we getting into, G? What are we getting into? So basically on the show, what we like to do a lot of times is talk about what's next. And what's next in one country might be next for the whole world or the United States in particular. So uh, I consent, uh, Fury, a new app that gives men 24-hour consent, con, con, consent contract to have sex after Denmark passed controversial rape law. So this is basically an mm. app that gives uh, men 24 hours a consent in a contract to have sex. So basically a new app that gives men a 24 hour consent contract to have sex hours. has sparked fury. So the launch comes in response to a new rape law, which criminalizes sex without explicit consent in Denmark. So the app gives users a 24 hour consent contract once again. So you understand that part. So it's a contract that gives you consent to fuck a person within 24 hours. So I guess before that or after that, if you do it, something can happen to you. <clears throat> so users basically enter the number of the person they want to have sex with and send a request for consent. All right. So the creators argue the purpose of the app. I consent is to ensure both parties agree to intercourse. Both groups have slammed the app as nonsensical and say it undermines the complexity of consent, con consent, basically. 
All right, so the national head of sex and society, Lean Stranvangard, said the app is definitely not the solution to get consent. <laughs> a sexual relationship is not about a contract, so it shoots completely wrong in relation to the needs that are out there. Uh, so basically, it's very clear that the app was developed by someone who has neither a professional approach to gender, body, or sexuality, but also has not listened to what was discussed in the consent debate. Okay, so because that, uh, we came back to a bit to a step one with it, uh, consent in the contract or not. Uh, someone quoted, I actually think it's a bit nonsensical once again. So users enter the number in the system, and that's that, and that's how that works. And this is something actually. Uh, what it means, and then you can ask yourself, what does the new Danish sex law mean? So as of January 1st, 2021, with that sex law, uh, sex without consent will be considered rape. Let me say that again. What does the new Danish sex law mean? As of January 1st, sex without consent will be considered rape. Previously, prosecutors have to prove a rapist used violence against someone who was unable to resist, right? So a similar law brought in by Sweden in 2018 resulted in a 75% rise in rape convictions to 333. So Denmark has become the 12th country in Europe to recognize non-consensual sex as rape according to Amnesty International. Officials hope that the law will help reduce the number of women subjected to rape or attempted rape, which is currently 11,400 women a year. And I quote. So just to cut the story short, this is what they're getting into. So if you go out there Super Bowl weekend, hey, okay, she cute. Hey, you know, I'm fucking with you too. You bang her, she could come back and say rape. If that law is in effect in the United States. So, this is something to think about if you're out here fucking around. Uh, you know, you gotta be careful, especially with these artists going city to city fucking these different bras and everything, you know? So, I mean, this is it's happening, and then people that's traveling overseas, they really got to be careful, because you're fucking around in Europe, as they just said. You don't know where you're going to land and what you're going to do and what can happen to you. You know? You there? Hello. Yo. This nigga done fell asleep. So, <laughs> so basically, so that's that. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm listening, B. Listen, we here, we here, baby. So, yeah, so basically, with that whole thing, it's a lot of sex laws that's going to take place. Let's just hope that doesn't come to the United States where everybody's getting charged with rape because they didn't sign a contract Indeed. with somebody. Indeed. So, that's the whole right. thing with that. Uh, I know that was kind of long and winded to a point where it put L to sleep, but you know, nah, your, nah, what, no, yeah, we here, we here, baby. <laughs> what, what, what's your views on that whole situation and that law? Man, the way I look at it, it's more like you know that law that's going to go into place or possibly go into place. It's more like I look at it as far as you know. Once again, this is a restriction on freedom of speech, freedom of you know people just talking how they want to talk. 
And I think that, you know, the long end start, uh, shorter story is that we got to just make sure that, you know, we be able to say what we want to say, speak how we want to speak. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's my take on it. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode, y'all. Uh, we going to end this one. This is episode number 13. Next week will be 14. We'll be back with more dope shit. Uh, I think what we're yeah. we, we, going to do with the interviews is we're going to do the interviews separate from the regular show so we ain't going to have no confusion and chaos and you guys end up with what you got today. If you did like what you hear today, Email us at the scramble life at gmail.com. That's the scramble life at gmail.com. Like I said before, we're available on all social media platforms for streaming. So you got Spotify, you got iHeartRadio, you got uh, the iTunes podcast joint, you got Google Podcasts, and a slew of other podcast streaming platforms out there. So uh, I think we're going to end the show. Um, how we gonna end the show? I know how. I know how. I know how we gonna end the show. Something hot, something hot, baby. Here we go, y'all. Peace. The self-esteem movement revolved around a single notion: the idea, the single idea that every child is special. Boy, they said it over and over and over, as if to convince themselves, every child is special. And I kept saying, fuck you. Every child is clearly not special. Did you ever look at one of them? Did you ever take a good close look at one of these fucking kids? They're goofy. They're fucking goofy looking. They're too small. They're way too fucking small. <laughs> They're malapportioned. Their heads don't fit their bodies. Their arms are too weird and everything. They can't walk across the room in a straight line. <laughs> and when they talk, they talk like I got a mouth full of shit. <laughs> They're incomplete. Incomplete. Unfinished work. I never give credit for incomplete work. Now, P.T. Barnum might think they're special. <laughs> but not me. I have standards. But let's say it's true. Let's grant this. I'm in a generous mood. Let's grant this proposition. Let's say it's true as somehow every child is special. What about every adult? Isn't every adult special too? And if not, then at what age do you go from being special to being not so special? And if every adult is special, then that means we're all special and the whole idea loses all its fucking meaning. Here's another platitude they jam down your throat. 